Welcome back to the Merkle Treehouse. I'm your host, Audrey Merkel, and today we have a great lineup of Bitcoin Mindshare prepared for you. So let's get started. With the banking crisis underway and some odd directives placed on the industry by federal regulators, some are speculating that Operation Choke Point 2.0 is now in motion. Award-winning journalist Morton Anger is standing by with updates. Morton? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm reporting to you from the Jefferson Memorial, a fitting location to discuss the recent developments in the banking industry. As you look around this historic monument, you can't help but think of Thomas Jefferson's famous opposition to centralized power and the creation of federal banks. Yet here we are, witnessing the U.S. government's attempt to use the banking system to clamp down on the crypto industry. As I stand here surrounded by the stunning architecture and the sounds of the tidal basin, I can't help but be reminded of the ideals that this monument represents. Jefferson believed in the power of individual liberty and the importance of a decentralized society. But Operation Choke Point 2.0 is a clear affront to these values. And yes, it is very real. It's an attempt by the government to exert control over the crypto industry and limit the freedom of entrepreneurs and investors. This is an attack on the people, and it is bad for America. Banks that work with crypto clients are facing mounting pressure from regulators to cut ties with the industry. Regulators turned the other way when obvious Ponzi schemes like FTX festered and illegally funded left-wing politicians during the midterms. When FTX ultimately went belly up, the government gaslit the general public by smearing the entire crypto industry, giving them the political capital to create financial friction. Now, I'm no fan of crypto and especially stablecoins, and I've made it clear where I stand on this issue multiple times, but these actions are unacceptable. The government is using the banking sector to stifle innovation and discourage financial freedom. This will only lead to a weaker economy in the long run. We cannot allow this tyranny to continue. Listen up, people. The plain and simple truth is that if you put your trust in any institution with your hard-earned money, you are putting yourself at risk. I hear some of you saying, oh, but my bank has always taken care of my money. I trust them. But let's get real. Choke Point 2.0 illustrates that those in charge have not earned our trust in any way. They have been horrible stewards of our money for far too long as the corruption and incompetence in the federal government has become truly astounding. This type of government heavy-handedness and unnecessary interference drove the creation of Bitcoin in the first place. With Bitcoin, there is no bank, and you control your own wealth. The federal government cannot touch it, choke point it, and they cannot shut it down. Bitcoin provides a way for us to take control of our finances and avoid being at the mercy of the government and the banking system. Bitcoin has rules, but no rulers. So let us stand up for our rights and our freedom. Let us embrace Bitcoin and the opportunities it provides. Together we can build a brighter future for ourselves and for America. Thank you and good day. Thank you, Morton. The only obvious answer is to opt out from all the shenanigans, pull your money from crypto and the banking industry, and put it into Bitcoin. Federal plots against the public, such as Operation Choke Point 2.0, will only serve to hasten the development of a robust Bitcoin circular economy. As a great freedom fighter once said, the more you tighten your grip, Tarkin, the more star systems will slip through your fingers. Now off we go to Eli's corner, where Eli will go into detail about Operation Choke Point 2.0. Eli? 
Hi, I'm Eli. Imagine you have a piggy bank where you save your allowance money. You trust the piggy bank to keep your money safe and secure, right? Well, banks are like piggy banks for grown-ups. Sometimes bad people try to do bad things with their money, like stealing or cheating other people. So the government says they want to make it harder for those bad people to use banks to do those bad things. It's like if your parents only let you save your allowance money in a special piggy bank that only good kids could use. The bad kids would have to find a different place to save their money, which would make it harder for them to do bad things with it. But here's the thing, how do you know who the bad kids are? What if the people telling you the bad kids are bad are really the bad ones and the bad kids are really good? See what I mean? Truthfully, federal regulators and banks are filled with rent-seeking vipers who are incestuously corrupt and have an open disdain for freedom. Anyway, imagine a game of tag where the person who is it makes up new rules that no one else knows about. They might say that certain players can't run, or that only specific areas of the playground are safe. This makes the game unfair, and they might not want to play anymore. That's sort of what's happening with Operation Chokepoint 2.0. Some people in charge decided to make up new rules for banks, saying they can't do business with crypto companies, even if those companies never ever do any bad things. This makes it hard for those companies to work and is unfair. Now when it comes to Bitcoin, it's like everyone is playing tag without any rules made up by one person. There is no referee, like the government, that can make up new rules and change the game. Instead, everyone who plays the game agrees on the rules together. In Bitcoin, there is no bank because you are the bank. That means you have control over your own money and don't have to worry about someone else making up unfair rules. Okay, bye. Great segment, Eli. Thank you. Now what many of you have been waiting for, the Merkle Treehouse's very own company of actors brings you the second installment of their drama series, Bitcoin Unleashed. Bitcoin Unleashed. Welcome to a world where excellence is discouraged and mediocrity is celebrated. It may be our dystopian future, or maybe even our dystopian present. Episode 2. The Chase Begins. Last time on Bitcoin Unleashed, Mona narrowly escaped the grasp of the government as they came knocking on her door. But now, the chase begins. Gotta keep moving. Can't let them catch me. Stop, Mona. We know you're hiding Bitcoin. You'll never take me alive. Will Mona be able to outrun the government agents? And what will happen if they catch her? Tune in to the next episode of Bitcoin Unleashed. That was the Merkle Treehouse players. Join us on Wednesday for their next exciting installment of Bitcoin Unleashed. And now, to wrap things up, Sunday service with the good Reverend Smith. My dear brothers and sisters, I come before you today to speak about a matter that has been weighing heavily on my heart. The U.S. government has started a crackdown on the crypto industry by using the traditional banking system. 
They're trying to make it harder for crypto companies to access the onshore banking system. This is known as Operation Chokepoint 2.0, and it's not good news. Now let's be clear. The crypto industry can be a negative and pernicious influence on those searching for solutions to the fiat enslavement they find themselves in. Crypto is merely an effort to replace one set of gatekeepers with another set of gatekeepers. It's the power that a select few hold over our financial freedom that concerns me most. With Operation Chokepoint 2.0, the elite are demonstrating the will and the ability to manipulate our money and control our lives. But fear not, for there is a solution. Bitcoin, my friends, does not require the use of banks. It is a decentralized system that allows us to take control of our own finances and store our value securely. I urge you all to consider exiting the traditional banking system that includes the nascent crypto industry and embracing the power of Bitcoin. As the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 7, the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is the slave of the lender. We must not allow ourselves to become slaves to the elite few who hold power over our financial well-being. Let us instead take control of our own destiny and use the power of Bitcoin to create a more just and equitable world. In conclusion, I urge you all to take action and store your value in Bitcoin. As the Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10, For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. Let us not be consumed by the love of money, but instead use it as a tool to create a better world for all. Thank you for listening and God bless. God bless, Reverend. And that's all we have for you today. Join us this Wednesday for an all-new episode of the Merkel Treehouse. I'm Audrey Merkel reminding you to keep your money hard, your heart soft, and have a little fun sometimes. Special thanks to Horace Morris and the Merkel Treehouse Band. Wrap this one up in a pretty pink bow, boys. Howdy, folks. This is Pinto Pete. Won't you be so kind as to follow us and share us with all your buddies? Adios, amigos. Adios, amigos.